You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> hey guys, producer Darren here. Have you heard? Cindy Stewart has a new book. It's called New Moves of God. This book will open your spiritual eyes to see what God is doing so you can position yourself to be part of one of the most significant invasions of world culture in kingdom history. It will empower you to step into God's moves as he releases new anointings and new assignments that will far surpass your wildest imaginations. If you're a listener of her podcast, I'm sure that caught your attention. You can get your hands on that book right now. Just visit cindy-stewart.com or check out the link in the description or show notes. Again, that's cindy-stewart.com. Cindy Stewart podcast, a source for encouragement as you learn to discover God's dream for your life. With a passion to help you on your journey, here is your host, Cindy Stewart. Hi, I'm Cindy Stewart and welcome to my show. I am so excited with my guest today. Uh, She is just a sweet friend of mine and I met her a few years ago through Women in Ministry Network. But what an amazing musician. Uh, She is just rocking the world with her sound and what she's doing. So I'm not going to leave you in in suspense for too long. I want to introduce you, Kezia Alford. Hey, Kezia, it's so nice to see you. Hey, Dr. Cindy, I'm so excited to be here. I'm glad you're here. You know, I love I've been watching you, of course, build your music and and uh, make albums and write songs and especially and I'm sorry, I should have looked this up ahead of time, but especially the one you did about Mississippi. Uh, <laughs> I just love that. What made you do that particular sound, that particular song? I'm telling you, Dr. Cindy, I was, you know, in hard times in life, that first great things and I'm telling you I was just in a very a place where I was just needing God more than ever and I was praying and I said Lord I don't want to release uh, anything else unless you really give me that download I want this to be you and God really gave me a strategy and even to change the sound that I initially released he gave me a different sound a different way to write a different way to play the guitar and a way to get over into even uh, other denominations and other cultures. So Mississippi Tales just came actually, Dr. Cindy, I'm a wife and a mom, I was cooking. (laughs) And all of a sudden, the Lord just, I heard a sound, I heard the download. And sometimes we act on that, sometimes we don't. But I acted on it, I said, let me go write down what I hear. And when I sat down, I began to just get that download, that just the word just came and that you know the sound from the guitar and I needed that and I did not know God was going to use that to shift my career and I didn't know the name of it until maybe like a week or two later and I said Lord what do you want me to name this and I heard Mississippi Tales (laughs) and because I'm from Mississippi one two it is a story of my life and many uh, of Christian lives right because we could have been uh, one way but God has shown favor and done another thing in our life. And so one thing that I know is 
uh, people would say, I, well, I listened to that song because of the title. So God will give you, you know, creativity to draw people in. Yeah. Amen. And that was so good. And, you know, the one thing I love you talking about how that download from God shifted your career. Tell me about how the shift happened, because I know you've been uh, nominated for Dove, you know, yeah. to be on the ballots of Dove and different things like that. It's like all of a sudden I saw that a couple years ago. And then next thing I know, you're splashed all over uh, Nashville and the uh, weren't you at the um, oh, my gosh, Ryman. Uh, I think so. Yeah. You know, <laughs> there's so much, right? The, the Devil the Award, and that's what Mississippi Tales did. I was able to be on the Devil Award ballot. I mean, I, that was, that's a, that's just uh, such a dream for, you know, songwriters and recording artists, you know, because it's, it's such a highlight place to be um, for Christian songwriting. Um, but the Lord just did that. Uh, Pastor Cindy, I just, you know, like I was telling you on the phone, it's always a treat. It's always like, God, what are you going to do, do do this year? And I'm not going to put you in a box, you know? So I never know what God is going to do, but God really, really blessed me with that song. And even with, um, that's, I think, um, Women, Women in Ministry Network, uh, they highlighted that song and I was able to do some things with Patricia and Michelle and you. And so it's just amazing. You never know what God's going to do. You never do. And so when you got that song and wrote it, how did you know what to do next? Well, I was praying about where to record. I knew because of the sound. And that's another thing with strategy. You know, Lord, where do you want me to go? And I was able to go to a producer in Nashville. Because let me tell you this. At first, because of money and finances, I, I recorded here. I have two versions of that song and I oh. took it here and I, and I was listening to it after I recorded it. And, you know, I knew in my heart that that wasn't really the way it should be. And so because of finances, sometimes we'll draw back. But the Lord said, listen, yeah. I have provided all things for you. If I've given you something, I'm going to make provision for it. So I knew what he wanted me to do. I called a producer in Nashville. I said, you know, this song just needs this sound. He said, I'm going to help you come up. So wow. I came up. The song just went from two to a hundred with the Nashville sound. And so with that sound, because Nashville just have a certain sound, the song was able to cross over. And that's when I signed with a Christian country label. And that's when I was able to chart on Christian territory, Christian country wow. territory. So that it was just, it was, just, it's all in the sound. And isn't that just like God, even with prophetic, uh, everything, it's all in the sound. God has given us a sound to release that he wants to use for all kinds of things in the kingdom. And I'm so, I'm so happy that I went with God with that, the sound that I heard. And, you know, when we, as recording, recording artists, Cindy, uh, we can go certain places and some people will box in our sound and they yes. won't be able to grab on what we're doing. And it's, it's nothing like we wanted it to be. But if we follow God and just trust God in that process and pray, God, what do you want me to do? Where do you want me to take this? He'll take you to the place where you need to be so your sound can be illuminated. So, yeah. 
Is that that's sense? really good. It does because I uh, was just uh, I had Troy Brewer early on our earlier episode, and we were talking very much about the sound and the sound of God and how when we get in a in alignment, uh, it's like a tuning fork when we are tuned to His movement, His sound, His desire for us. Then, like you said, when you made the call, doors began to open, and it put you in an arena that wouldn't have been possible if you would have called LA. That's what I'm saying. It's that just knowing the I'm right saying. direction. Mm -hmm. And I will always hear, it was the sound. It was the sound that you're in. This is why you're doing this. And this is why I'm doing this for you. It's the sound that was in that song. And it's always confirmation for me in my heart. You know, when someone says, I listened to that song and it was the sound that brought me to it. It's the sound that kept me listening. It's something in that song. Yeah. And so, that's what God would do for us if we just trust that, that he's trying to get to us. Yeah, and it's just the spirit of the Lord on the sound that you released that mm -hmm. draws people in for the hunger. You know, I don't know what it is, but there's something on that sound, on that song that mm -hmm. I just can't let go of. And it's really the, mm -hmm. the spirit of the Lord grabbing a hold of them and making mm -hmm. them hungry for more. That's okay. amazing. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you something. I know you've got a new EP out. We were talking about it. It's self-titled Kezia. And so what is the heart behind the songs that you, now, did you write all of them? I did write it, but I also had co-writers as well. And so I yeah. brought in some friends and um, that that's very um, mature in, in songwriting as well. And so, and also minstrels, you know, that understand the word of God. And so we had Zooms and we would have calls and I would pitch over the songs and we would write and we would compare and get the word of God and say, what, what is God speaking to you on this? And so it was very planned out, um, you know, to make sure we are um, getting out what God wants us to get out in the word and explain it correctly, because that's what I like to sing the word of God, because that's true. Yeah. So, so you, and it is there, does it still carry that Christian country sound or is it uh, kind of an expanded sound? I say it's expanded. Um, That's what I now Mississippi too. Tales, I, I, I could not leave it. That's my baby. I had to bring it on over to this EP. Um, but some of the songs that's on there, yeah, you do hear uh, CGM, Christian Contemporary Music. You may hear um, a little alternative sounds and um, it's just in, in worship as well. So it's kind of a lot in, in a box. It's, it's, I would say this EP is definitely every sound that I've carried. <laughs> <laughs> all, all on one EP and just imagine. Yeah, yeah. And I felt like as you were, even before I asked the question, I felt like that God is going to uh, continue to expand. And I even saw uh, orchestra behind you, you know, like a large sound behind you. So I oh, feel like that God is going to continue to expand and bring people who are so excited to work with you and just be a part of what you're doing and how God's using you in this. So I just, it was just such a clear picture. <laughs> Thank you so much. And that's my heart. I, I know this season, I was asking the Lord, the reason why the EP is such a collaborated work. Uh, the Lord told me I, I need to collaborate. I need to 
you know, work more with um, other people, bringing people into what I'm doing and, and what they're doing. And and that's what it's about, right? A unified work. Uh, yes. This, the, a unity in the body and not just me. Just I always write my own music, do my own thing because, you know, I'm still learning and growing. But this time he opened up so many, many doors to write with others, for people to sing on my album, all kinds of things. So wow. I did that. I was I'm very, very um I'm pursuing even more, you know, I'm writing for other people now. And so wow. I'm excited about that. It doesn't have to come through my voice, but it's coming yeah. through God's anointing that he's placing me. And if I can do that through unity, through writing for others, uh, collaboration, let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's the whole thing is God that's talks about the body. And, and us coming together and using our different gifts. Absolutely. And I know you mentioned that on this, this new uh, EP that there is worship in there. So talk to me a little bit about what you see happening in worship right now. Yeah, what I see happening in worship is um, just, I think you and I even mentioned this about just being more raw, just let, making sure that God is the center and we actually getting those downloads, singing what God wants us to sing, not what we think. And what I've seen um, over the past few months, I've done a couple of worship nights, but it's been so heavy, The just the oil of yes. God, just what's in that place and the hunger that's coming from people. We have to be as worshipers and minstrels open to what heaven is saying at that current moment to begin to minister through song to the people that's there. And that's when healing's going to come. That's when deliverance will happen. And I've seen that and I've been so hungry to get in that atmosphere, you know, and to for that revival to break out. And so just that, just getting back to the core of what Jesus Christ wanted, you know, just yes. pure worship, worshiping him and spirit and truth. That's what I know. Yeah. And I believe that too, because what I, I'm seeing the same thing. And I think I told you yesterday that maybe about, I don't know, 25 years ago or so, the Lord talked to me about that scripture that he wants people to come together and worship in spirit and in truth. And the only way to do that is to come, our hearts are prepared, we, we prayed up, we, we prepared, but come and allow the spirit to conduct what is going to occur. Uh, we just had a service the other night. We, we have something called an outpouring. So we just come and we just see what God wants to pour out. And we were worshiping and, you know, we didn't have any agenda. We didn't even have any thought for it. And... God just said, pray for the person behind you because she came with her knee. Uh, she had fallen and really damaged her knee. Mm -hmm. And I prayed for her. She didn't say anything. I went back. And as, and maybe if three or four minutes later, she reached up and she said, all the pain is gone. Mm -hmm. And immediately, I just heard the Lord say, it's time. This is the sign. Let's just start releasing. And we were releasing healing. Mm -hmm. We were releasing all these things. People were being... Mm -hmm touched and, and just being put out in the spirit. And, Absolutely. and it wasn't because we said, okay, tonight we're having 10 people fall in the spirit. We're going to have four people healed. We're going to, you know, we didn't, we just came and said, Holy spirit, this is your room. This is your place. We we've come with raw worship to worship you and, and, and just declare your name. And that's the other thing I've really seen. And I, I, I think, uh, I think it's just kind of like a firestorm across the country is I've seen more worship directed toward glorifying and exalting him. That's right. That's right. And 
that's where it is. Um, we did, when I did the half worship night, I think I did it by, uh, at a prayer garden about two weeks ago, and we didn't come with a set agenda. With I, the, the lady, um, she is a woman of God. She wanted me to come and sing for about two hours. I was like, "Ooh, that was a long time." <laughs> but the Lord, <laughs> but the Lord said, "Don't have an agenda. I have an agenda. Don't have a set list. Just start, yeah. start releasing. Just start singing. Just start, just pulling in that atmosphere and for it. It was like we could keep one going. Oh, we pray, we prophesy, we release activation. Oh, to the yes. Oh, we dance. Oh, I had a flag going. All kinds of stuff. It was, it was just like heaven. I could just stay in that atmosphere all day. That's where I want to be. And you know, Pastor Cindy, I want to say this. Um, you know, it's it's twofold of me. You know, I, I am a, a artist. You know, where I do mainstream. But I'm telling you, my heart is where God is, where that worship is in those yes. atmospheres, singing what he wants me to sing and not on a timer or not trying to, um, you know, making sure it's radio ready, but just, oh man, making sure it's God ready. That's been my heart forever. Yeah. And you know, one thing that I'm finding in uh, a lot of the guests that I have on is the encounter that they've had with God in a in a previous season was like the commissioning for the season that they're in. Um, And I don't know if you have anything like that to share, but uh, we were just talking about it's interesting what God has did in a previous season that just kind of rocked us. Uh, It brought us to a level of commitment we've never done before. All of a sudden, uh, we've realized that that was the commissioning to where we are now. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Um, I've had several incidents where I see, well, oh, wow. You know, I know that's why God did that because of what's coming now. You know, just having those that revelation, even in the middle of uh, ministry uh, in worship, when I'm assigned to a certain area or assigned to a certain atmosphere, uh, you know, I would think back on the things and say, wow, that's why God did that. This is why I am here. It all makes sense now. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Now, I know you and your husband, James, pastor a church in, mm-hmm. in Georgia outside of Atlanta. So yeah. tell me what, uh, you know, kind of what the heart for your congregation, the heart of your congregation is in your area and for your community. Yeah, I would say our heart is just like you said, one is community and making sure we are not just inside of the four walls of the church, but going out even more, making disciples. Uh, We just had a um, meeting in a park where we were able to come together and pray and get outside of the walls of the church. And it was just such a sweet spirit there and just inviting others, going to people more so the people coming to us. So it's, it's been great. It's been great. And that's been the heart, just staying together, even at this time that we've been going, we've been going through doing the pandemic, but just staying close niche and making sure you're making your own, teaching the people, making your own altar and not just, uh, you know, about us and leaning to us, but making sure you know God, making sure you're prepared because the Lord wants us to go out and be sent out and make disciples and understand the word so we can teach others because, hey, we're in the end times and we have to be prepared and know God and go with God. Yeah, absolutely. And I know some people are hesitant to go out because they're, you know, not sure how they would be received. How's your reception when you go out? The reception is 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 wonderful. That's been uh, with me, you know, um, that's been a heart of mine. But so far, it's been really, really, really great. Yeah, it's been really good. 
that's what we find going out when we go out and uh, you know go out into the park or we go out. There's a Walmart Mart right near us, and they're they're happy for us to come and pray for people and be a part of the store, and and. It's very rare that people say, no, I don't want prayer. Most people are just so happy that you had enough concern to stop and ask, is there anything I can pray for? And I think that's part of the season that we're in, that people are so hungry mm -hmm. to be loved, to have hope, to see breakthrough for their family, for their bodies, um, for their children. I mean, many times, you know, people's like, will you pray for my son? He's away. Or will you pray for this? And mm -hmm. they're just happy to have someone to be in agreement with them uh, right. for something beyond what they can do themselves. That's right. And be present um, and not just, hi, how are you doing? <laughs> and yeah. moving, but actually being present in the moment with people. And we're learning that, um, you know, really be concerned when, be ready when, when you ask someone something to be present in that moment and in tune, what does God want you to do at that, with that person at that particular time? So it's been, it's been great. So uh, where do you see God taking you in the future? What, what does the, um, the future look like, whether it's six months from now or a year from now? You know, where, where do you feel like the anointing is for him and where he's taking you? Where he's taking me. Um, just more, uh, just uncharted territory, just more, you know, in places that I haven't been and just new relationships. Um, new, you know, just covenant relationships, new kingdom relationships. Uh, that's always been my journey. And so I uh, always look forward to, you know, who uh, God put me before uh, going forward. So, you know, I never know what God's going to do, Pastor Cindy, but I'm always ready and always trying to stay prepared and as a worshiper prayed up. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so we, you know, I know that you're a mom. I know that you help uh, with the church. You and your husband have the church. I know you have two sons, you know, one of them still at home. One of them is uh, like a superstar on the uh, basketball electronic side. So how do you find time to really create and spend time with God? You know, help us to maybe have some tips or some uh, ideas by the way you do it that we could learn from. Yeah, so it's all been, uh, you know, prayer, uh, asking God to help me to stay balanced because, you know, sometimes it can be overwhelming. And mm -hmm. uh, what I learned is um, just making sure I have a prayer life. That's one. Um, so I won't be overwhelmed with the things of the world and things of, you know, that goes on in my home. Um, and just... I don't know, Pastor. Sometimes I look back and say, I don't know how I did that. <laughs> but I know it's through the grace of God. You know, it's through God that I can do can do it all. And I don't just, you know, I'm not, I don't sit and write every day. I don't sit and do music every day. Sometimes I pull away and I focus on, you know, this sign. I focus on this. I focus on uh, building uh, more of my home because that's the first work to me is my family. Um, mm -hmm. But I do find time and I do see, okay, I'm going to take this time, you know, to do this. So actually, you know, write, trying to write out a schedule uh, for myself and follow that. But sometimes I can't all the time. I'm just telling you, I guess in summary, I don't have all the answers for that. Only I, I know is I just have to be, you know, uh, in tune with God and asking God to keep me balanced as a wife. Keep me going so I won't lose that fire. Uh, keep me present for my husband as a wife. 
and as uh, co-pastoring and laboring with him, keep me present as a mom. And I know he's given he's given me all these tools that I need to be everything that he's called me to. Because like you're saying, I have a lot of hats and sometimes I don't know how to do it, but I know it's through the strength and the grace of God. Yeah. yeah and I think sometimes because uh, I, too, I have a lot of hats uh, yeah. between pastoring and I do business consulting and executive coaching and, of course, the TV show and my family. Um, yeah. But I, I think some of it is, you know, the. Uh, the anointing for the season that you're in, mm -hmm. like it just seems to work out when I need to write for my show, for the show, I it works out. It works and out. when I need to be, you know, extra vigilant for my family or I have three little granddaughters that live near me, it just works out. You know, somehow yeah. I think I need to spend more time. Well, I used to think that, but now I've, I'm like, God, you work out the time so I can do all the things that I love. No. And I can do all the things that I'm passionate about and committed to. And I can look at the new opportunities that you bring my way in yes. order for me to go to the next thing that you have for me. Yeah. And, you know, uh, some people will ask me, you don't how do you, how, do you have room for anything else? I said, I have a lot of room for all, yeah. everything that God has for me. I, I have so much room because I know he's already prepared the way. And another thing that's helped me is just having a husband that understands uh, me and understands the purpose that God have on my life. And so when I have to get aggressive in some areas, I can, you know, he pull back in that area and he can move forward, you know, come forward and yeah. come help a little more. And with my children getting older, you know, so I can kind of leave and travel and everything all is well, you know, and, and come back and go into the flow of family. So it's, it's been really great. It's been a, it's been a very, very uh, good, good life um, living it this way. Yeah. yeah, that's really good. And how long have you and James been married? Uh, how long have you guys been married? 14 years. We'll make 15 in September. Wow. So tell me, what do you think the biggest key to, because, you know, you said, I, I love it. I love being married. I, I love his support. <laughs> what do you think has been the biggest key in uh, just seeing your marriage go forward? The biggest key? Uh-huh. I think it's been just, um, you know, we've been married for almost 15 years and I would say just understanding uh, first, knowing that this is my husband, and but he's also a child of God. He's also God's son. And so respecting him in that position, honoring him in the other position, and him doing the same for me, um, looking at me that way, and knowing that uh, when you're pushing for what God wants, not what easier, because I didn't sit down and, and make all this up. <laughs> God called me to do it, right? Sometimes I wanted to say, you know, I, me, my flesh, this is too much for me. But my, I have a husband that's there that, that can say, listen, no, you've been, call, you've been called to that. You know, wow. what can I do to help you and assist you in, in, in that? Um, that's been great because he understands that he's pushing for the agenda of God because he knows my heart in God. He knows who I am in Christ as a daughter of Christ. And so he knows not to come and step 
on or go across what God is trying to do because of who I am. I don't just go everywhere and do everything, Pastor Cindy. You know, I'm a praying woman and I want to do what God has called me to do. And so I believe my husband honors that and vice versa. I honor him and what he's doing as well. And I'm not come against what James is called to do. And like you said, in different seasons, we're called to different things. Like right now, he's doing a lot of media and, and movies and all kinds of things wow. to get the word of God out, right? So I know, hey, this is what God is doing in his life. And all I want to do is how can I assist you in doing this? That is so good too. I think you said something that was so important is that he recognizes and you recognize the call of God on each other's life. And so there are those moments where he yields so you can go. And there's moments where you yield so he can go. And there's something about recognizing and partnering not only with each other, but for God's future for each one of us, because we know in marriage that if it's good for one, it's going to be good for the it's other. Good for the other. Yeah, God's not going to call you to do something that's going to be harmful to James. No, no. And that's why I'm always, I'm like, do it. You know, I want to see everything, everything that God has on this man's life. I want to see it happen because he, that's, that's the head, that's the covering. And it's good for him. It's going to be good for the family. Right. And so I just, I just, I love to see it. Now we had to mature to get yes. to this mindset too. I'm not saying we got married, we just had all of this wisdom. This is from experience in ministry and family and balancing and prayer and all kinds of stuff. But we're to this point now, this is what we know. And this is the understanding that we have, you know, as matured uh, Christians and matured wife and husband. And so it's been, it's been really, really good. It's, it's really well. And so I look forward to so much more uh, that God is going to do within us as a family. So we're ready. <laughs> yeah, we're ready. That's so we're good. Ready. Well, uh, we're going to wrap up, but I just yeah. want to um, thank you so much for being on. I'm telling you, I feel like uh, that God is, he's got us on the acceler acceleration train and everything we do, we're doing is is happening so fast. And we're yeah. just living not only in the obedience to God, but in the abundance of God. So I just bless you and everything you're doing. And thank you guys so much for watching. I just want to encourage you that you're the best investment you can make because God invests in you every single day. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you are encouraged. If you would like more content like this, please visit cindy-stewart.com. We'll see you next time.